0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Daily Thread. So excited to have you here. Very blessed and honored to be sitting across from my father.
1: Yes, nice to see you uh, after that long layoff Yeah, since (laughs) yesterday.
0: Yes, yes. So the first story I want to start with. But first of all, um, if you'd like to be featured on this program, maybe you have a question, comment, concern, a story that you think we should mention, just head to speakpipe.com forward slash meaningful minute and leave us a voice note there we could play it on this episode and respond to you over there
1: what's that called speak pipe speak
0: yeah s-p-a-k-p-i-p-e dot com s-p-e-a-k-e-a-k-p-i-p-e speak pipe
1: Speakpipe.
0: yeah you got it dot com yeah okay forward slash meaningful minute. anyways the first story of today comes from Monticello where so many jews are spending their Monticello. summer Monticello Monticello okay uh This is via Yeshiva World News. Drama in Monticello protests at Monticello's Mountain Mall as outdoor seating sparks controversy. Okay, in a Catskill Scoop exclusive, drama unfolded at Monticello's newly opened Mountain Mall when the owners announced plans to construct an outdoor food market and a seating area. The intention was to provide visitors with an opportunity to order food from various establishments and enjoy a meal with their families in an open air setting. However, bum, 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 bum. What's
1: what's the controversy?
0: This development has faced opposition, leading to a disruptive incident that took place on Monday. According to eyewitnesses, a group of individuals took matters into their own hands and arrived at the Mountain Mall to express their their discontent. In a disruptive act, they proceeded to overturn tables and chairs in front of the popular eatery, Upstate Burger. The incident immediately caught the attention of the Monticello Police Department, who promptly responded to the scene. Cascular uh, Scoop report highlights that the mall's owners have invested millions of dollars into the facility, successfully attracting a variety of stores and now operate year-round. The new outdoor food market was seen as an enhancement to the overall mall experience, offering patrons an opportunity to enjoy food from different vendors while taking advantage of the pleasant outdoor s- setting. So what so you haven't said what the problem was. I know, we're getting there. It's a long article. And an interesting twist, Castle Scoop, okay, someone, they're obviously promoting Castle Scoop here, also points out that there are other establishments located just a mere 20 seconds away from Allen Mall. Honestly, I think it was a mixed uh, outdoor seating area.
1: Yeah, I, I could have guessed that five minutes ago. <laughs>
0: so could have saved me a few words. Anyways, it caused it caused a little bit of a, a kerfuffle. Um, over, overturned seating, Monticello police involved. Um Listen. You might not agree with something. You might not agree with something, but you shouldn't. You shouldn't
1: cause damage. Well, you know, you have to live in a in a in a civilized way. You know, uh, this is a civilized way of living. Families uh, got to be together, and the, the people adapt these extreme ways of doing things. And they, one thing, if you want to subscribe to it in your own life, that's fine and good. It's your choice, but how? Why do you force this on other people? You know, I have
0: no. Again, anyone, everyone could feel and believe what they want to feel and believe. I'm just saying, like,
1: no, it don't, in, don't. Uh, it is that vigilanteism? Like to go it, ahead and start overturning tables? Like uh, it's it's what's called it's called zealotry. Uh it's a combination of zealotry and <laughs> and ridiculousness. And, ridiculousness. Look, uh, I tell you, you know, people don't have a lot to do in their lives. Yeah. You know? so.
0: Speaking, but speaking of Monticello. Um, the numbers are 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 staggering, right? The amount of people wow. that the number of people up there that yeah, that go there during the summer. You know, when I was I spent fifteen years in Camp Monk, so I was in upstate many, many summers. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and we know, many, many a time we were met with some looks of disdain and and you know, now in retrospect, anti-Semitism by in, the locals. In, in in like in the Walmart or in the shop right there. Uh, and like the funniest thing that, that we always would come back to is that like if if we did not go upstate in the summer, there would not be a Walmart there. There would not be a shop right there. We create the market upstate. Mm-hmm. Sure. The 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 the, the economy, the, the, the the economy, economy we bring the there the two months of year. Yeah. It, it's like, and we, and I you don't
1: know. We were just. Yeah, but you know the 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 hostility, unfortunately, that uh, the world has to to Jews in general, um, is something that is like built into the. Um, Built into the society, going back thousands of years, so you know, I mean, and and also the the flip side of that is, I think it's incumbent upon us to be in our best behavior. You know Always. When you when you got when you parking when you park parking park within the lines of the parking space and know? don't park in a handicapped don't take spot up, by don't take any up means. Two, don't take up two spots. Don't park where you're not supposed to park. You know. Don't, uh, Even you know, if
0: you feel like we're being held to a higher standard than anyone else, we are being held because we should be being we should be being held to a higher standard. We're the Jewish nation.
1: I heard I heard years ago that that the Walmart and Montecello used to have a, a, a sixty day return policy. Sixty pe- day yeah. People used to go buy air conditioners in the beginning of July and bring and return them before Labor Day.
0: I think that's just a I think it's just like a stereotype. <laughs> I don't that, know uh, if it's actually you that ever happened. I don't, don't know think you think that return. happened. I don't
1: think they ha- I don't know. I don't think they have that return policy anymore. I don't but think th- that's it's true. The, if they did, it's pretty funny. I think yeah. it's like someone it's pretty someone smart, said it you know? once. That's, listen, if you have a return policy, you have a return policy. You don't only return something because uh uh you know it's that's not working. You you can return something because you just don't decide you don't want it you don't want it anymore. You don't like the color, you don't like the noise that it makes, or whatever it is. Anyway, they had to be they have to change the return policy, but you know the the locals. In my experience, many years before you, because you know we I had a I was at a bungalow colony in the Catskills in the nineteen sixties with my parents, yeah, and uh, in Ulster, Ulster Heights, New York, near Ellenville, New York. We had a beautiful, we had a beautiful bungalow uh, back then, and um, the the locals uh, were for the most part pretty courteous. And uh, you know, when I got a little bit older before I was married, I was in the in nineteen twenty twenty one, I guess. Uh, you know, Woodburn was still full of non kosher restaurants. Really, you know that. And well, now it's uh, uh it's all kosher now. I don't think anything that's non kosher could survive. But let me tell you something. It was the same type of people like you have today. You know, where we all went to yeshiva, we all were up in, up in camp or in a hotel or whatever we were doing that summer, and you had to go. I remember. I don't know the name. I don't know where it is today, but there was a store called Lucky Dip. Remember the Lucky Dip? I mean, you are going up there a long time. Yeah. There's a place Lucky at, Dip? No, never heard of it. It was like an ice cream store. And I remember when Lucky Dip finally made a decision, everything there was trafe, you know. They served burgers and franks, and everything was trafe. Mm-hmm. But they finally like made a move about I would guess it was about 19 I would guess it was about 1975, 76. Uh, yeah, something like that. They made a move to serve kosher ice cream. They brought in kosher ice cream. Oh wow! That that was that was a little little tiny little baby step. Mm. But that's when things the people should know to speak, change.
0: Speaking of food, uh, on my Twitter at least, there's something that's trending, and it and it says that's a twenty five. That the the thing that's trending on my Twitter is twenty five percent. It's called twenty five percent. So you click on it. There's over seven thousand tweets about this one topic. There's basically a video um, that's circulating on social media. Off somebody's ring doorbell, uh, this family ordered a uh, pie and pizza, and the delivery man brought the pizza to the home. and It was a fairly nice house. I would say mm-hmm. is in a suburban area. It was a nice mm-hmm. house, mm-hmm. and they gave the pizza delivery guy a five dollar tip. Yeah, and he said he said to them, "This is an awfully big house for a five dollar tip," uh-huh, uh-huh. and which was sort of like a you know. You're, you're you're doing you're probably doing pretty well. You could give me a little more more of a tip. Yeah. I don't so see, this is I don't trending on my on Twitter mm. saying that's twenty five percent. Like they give you twenty five percent tip for you delivering a, yeah. a pizza. Yeah. Let's talk about tip culture for a second. You know, nowadays you can, uh, you know, you get that iPad th- thrown across your face and it says like eighteen percent, twenty five percent, thirty percent, and you have to like tip.
1: No, I haven't seen thirty. No. I see 18, eighteen, twenty, twenty two.
0: I had just heard recently there was a restaurant out that, that suggested yeah, thirty percent tips. I
1: heard that thirty percent. But the the thing is you have to they also give you a blank line that says additional tip. So they could charge you twenty two percent and then yeah. they, if your if your mind is elsewhere, even though the tip I mean, is it's built included
0: in, in the gra- the gratitude is no, included in the there, bill.
1: But there's an additional line. You can do whatever you want. You can wanna give d let's say you want to give an additional ten bucks. You know, so listen,
0: I'm all for the servers, waitresses, waiters getting getting tipped, you know, but I think anything above eighteen percent like even if if you're a pizza delivery guy and you got a five dollar bill, you take that to the bank and you say thank you
1: Did you see the video recently where a guy I forgot what who was working for he delivered a delivered a package to the front door of a house and they have to take their phone out and take a picture, of show you had delivered it. If <laughs> he takes the picture, he picks the package up and takes it with him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a good business. Yeah, well, it's a good business. He
1: just, he just, just, First of all, my
0: there's a podcast I listen to. They have a What Are You Nuts segment. What are you nuts? You don't know people have ring doorbells, mm-hmm. and every single house has a camera. You're going to mm-hmm. try stealing a package nowadays? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Well, you know, um, this is, this is a, an odd week. I don't know when you're posting this, uh, but, you know, the, July 4th is Tuesday. Yeah. You, we, we may, this may uh, appear after July 4th or on July 4th. Right? Yeah. And then you know, Thursday is Shivas Batamas.
0: That is true. So it's a jam-packed
1: th- week. The 17th. It's a jam-packed week, uh, 17th of, of Tamas.
0: Meaningful Minutes putting out a, a feature film. You know, my team was in Israel for almost a full week. We We, we recorded an incredible film, our producer on the ground there, Naomi Garfinkel, traveled from Amsterdam to Israel, spent the week there. We recorded in so many different locations. It's yeah, going to be you, available on MeaningfulMinute.org.
1: Who are you featuring in the recordings?
0: So there's many different people featured. Rav Gav has a segment on the Street of the Old City. We went to Neve Yerushalayim and spoke to some of the, the presenters at Ray Reitiel Goldwicht. We also like, it was one of the, and, and you'll see this on the film, but there is a tour guide in Israel. I think his name is Svisat, And he said, and it goes into depth, but underneath, underneath the Kosel, they built now a shul.
1: Um, yeah, I think, I think I was there.
0: I think during COVID, they spent time reinforcing the plaza floor of the Kosel yeah, because there it. weren't many people there. They're able to do yeah. work there yeah. without disturbing anybody. It is a stunning, stunning shul. Oh, and yeah, it's right by, list, yeah. it, it's, it's feet away from, from like, you know. From and, the, and
1: uh, as, as close as you can get, to the, you can get to, to the the Kodesh Kedashim. Uh, absolutely right. But what's also very shool.
0: interesting is that yeah. as, as they were digging, they were finding bones of animals. Yeah. Really. That they, say, they, they said they found an untouched oil lamp. Like mm-hmm. one of those things, 2,000 years old.
1: Well, actually, you know, the the calum from the base of Migdash, you know, Shlomah Melech uh, is supposed to have hidden uh, a lot of the stuff. Yeah. well, It go, goes deep, deep, deep down there. It's amazing. You know, by the way, you might be interested to know also, the word Tamuz, the name of this month, by the way, is really, it's not a Hebrew word. Uh, it's an Arabic word. Okay. Okay. And in, uh, I think, 1982, uh, when Menachem Begin was prime, I think he was prime minister in 80, 81, 82, uh, and um, Iran, Iraq under the. Uh, you, oh, it's, whoa, one second. It's Iraq. not Iraq. Iraq? It's, I know it's Iran, you but it's s- not
0: Iraq. It's, it's Iraq. Iraq. Come on. I call it Iraq. George W. What does George W. say? I don't know what he says. He
1: says Iraq. He speaks with a Texas twang. He's twang. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's Iraq. Iraq. Not Iraq. If you're in Brooklyn, it's Iraq. But if you know if if you it's Iraq. And and um. Anyway, Begin destroyed the nuclear reactor uh, in, um, in Iraq, or Iraq. Yeah. Um, which, uh, you know, it upset a lot of countries. It upset the United States of America. But, you know, uh, Israeli Prime Minister has the right to a, defend uh, itself. Yeah. His job is to defend itself. Anyway, the nuclear reactor in Iraq was called 17 Tamas. Why? Because 17th Thomas was the beginning of the process of the breaking into Jerusalem, into Yerushalayim, and the ultimate destruction of the Beit HaMikdash on Tisha B'Av. The Arabs know this. That's stuff.
0: wild. So they named they, a piece of their, of their equipment, uh, like oh, they want to oh, bring oh, it back to the siege.
1: Their equipment that's being designed to destroy Israel.
0: That's twisted' that's their,
1: na- that's their
0: th- wait so how do you is that how you know that Thomas is an Arabic word where does, yeah, it, where, does yeah, the, where does the name Thomas come from
1: I don't know I don't know it's not a Hebrew word I know it's not a Hebrew word you'll have one of your research in your research department yeah, out there in the rest of the world. someone from a volunteer come forward and tells the origin of seventeen Thomas, but I remember reading that seventeen Thomas was the name of the nuclear reactor that Saddam Hussein had because you see the islamist. You know, they they know a lot more than the Israelis about history. They do, and, and, and biblical history. One second, because why? Because they're they're more religious. No, they're more religious. Um, I think maybe I'm not gonna uh, listen. I'm not gonna say that they're uh, more intelligent or more committed to. I don't think anyone texts. ever has
0: said that the the Islam the Islamic. No, but they know,
1: but they but they know history. Let me take, take you out to Arafat, for example. What what Arafat was fighting a losing battle. He probably is smart enough to know he can never defeat Israel. But you know, he knew that sometimes if he said and sometimes if Hashem is upset with the Jewish people, you could find that side of him where he wants to, you know, punish the Jews for a few years. What? Until they do tshuva This is blasphemous No, it's not blasphemous Are you cutting it out? I'm going to stop now No, I'm not cutting it out (laughs) You're saying that like.
0: I just want to get this straight You're saying Yasser Arafat Is able to know When Hashem wanted to punish the Jews? say he
1: knows that You don't listen to what I'm talking (laughs) That's the problem You know, you don't listen I'm saying that He understands that historically There were times when Hashem Was annoyed with the Jewish people you know, uh, by the chetamiraglim, he was annoyed. Annoyed, annoyed. Uh, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to state it mildly. Don't state it mildly. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was, he was, annoyed by, by the, by the, by the miraglim, by the cheta ego. You know, and you, you, there are times when the enemies of Israel say, "Oh, what, what do you think last week's parsha with Bilam and Bullock was all about? Bullock wanted Bilam find a spot where he could curse the Jews because they're about to go into Eretz Yisrael." And the last thing they want is for the Jews to take over the land of Israel. So Balak hired Bilaam, and he took him to all different vantage points. Okay, I want you to curse the Jewish people. He cursed them from here. It's not working from here. Let's go over there. He wanted to do whatever he possibly could, pull out all the stops to stop Klai Yisrael from going into Eretz Yisrael. And as, as, of course, as you know, in the end, Bilaam, who was a great prophet, okay? By the way, he's the only other Prophet, the only other Navi it's quoted in the Chumash besides Moshe Rabbeinu, okay, and he was uh, an enemy of the Jews, and he uh, uh, and, and in the end he was he was killed for for his sins, but he had a he had he had a power where he understood a certain level of godliness that most men couldn't understand, and at the end of the story was that even though Bullock hired him to curse the Jews. At the end, he blessed the Jews. It all came out as brachos, because that was the Ratzel Hashem. That was that was God's will. What I'm trying to tell you is the enemies of the Jews, like Arafat, you know, like Hitler, Yamach uh, or other people like that today, the Ayatollahs, they know there's a spot where you could try to find where God is not so happy with us for whatever reason. So you, so, so you
0: think that— maybe it's,
1: maybe it's something we're doing in Monticello, so you for see, example. You,
0: you think that the enemies of the Jewish people down here are not fighting with the Jews. They're fighting with, with God.
1: They know—one second. They, they know they can't they can't win. They
0: know they can't win. So but, they're— They're believers. They
1: know they can't win, but they know they might be able to squeeze out a good 50 years, you know? so
0: so they have you are saying they have great amuna why they have amuna that that hashem is running everything and
1: well listen um I once a, okay I can't, I, can't, I can't give you that a, is
0: that is quite the theory
1: I can't give you a lesson on islam right now you but, can, maybe
0: um, can you though
1: no I, I I can't give you a lesson on islam you know I, I know it's it's a lot of stories I don't buy into it if obviously. someone doesn't
0: agree with what you're saying right now they could just Send us a message at speakpipe.com Speak pipe. forward slash meaningful minute. Speakpipe. That's speakpipe.com forward slash meaningful minute. Is that
1: a new app? You have to download that app? No,
0: you could go on its website. You know? Speakpipe. We'll put the link in the description of this episode.
1: Speakpipe. Speak
0: would you have any trouble com. with this one? Speakpipe. Yeah, tongue twister. Pipe? Which one? Speak or pipe? Uh,
1: speakpipe.com forward there you go. slash meaningful minute. Which one is the forward slash? The one leaning to the right? <laughs>
0: it's leaning forward. Yeah.
1: Yeah, to the right. That's no, that's right. back. That's a backslash. No, that, the one leading to the left is backslash. The one leading, leading to the right is, is the forward It's slash, slash. Yeah, yeah, it's leaning forward. Yeah, I think I, we agree. But even when we agree, somehow you manage to, <laughs> to, to disagree with me. You know, we were at Kosherpalooza last week, and I have to tell you that um, the people that I met, most of them told me, oh, well, listen to the Daily Thread, and I agree with you most of the time. Really? They said to me. Because I,
0: I think the same people told me the they opposite. They
1: said the, same, the opposite. I don't think you heard that from anybody. But I think uh, people actually told you they agreed with you. Yeah, I said uh, most of the time. Really, they agree with me. So listen,
0: if any, if those people should really take to speakpipe.com forward slash meaningful minute. Let's hear from them now because what you just said was is quite the
1: listen. uh, Meaningful people, uh, meaningful minute, uh, the daily thread, revolutionizing, changing the Jewish world. You know, it's a, it's, a, um, it's an unbelievable you thing. You know, one of the
0: things in our last episode of Meaningful People, we spoke to David Markowitz, Rabbi David Markowitz. Who's yes, I heard the, that last night. He's, he's uh, with Olami. And one of the things that we discuss is the intermarriage rate being at, and the assimilation being at 80%. Yeah,
1: he said it's very high. And he said, like,
0: 20 years Amazing. ago, it was at, like, 50 60%. Yeah. So it's, like, wow. increasing. So how do you... And then he asked for Moshe Shapiro, right? He asked for Moshe Shapiro, well, do we... Cut our losses. Do we say like, listen, majority of the Jewish people are not gonna come back, and we just, you know, it's yeah. a, like a, it's like a CSM triumph situation where four fifths didn't leave, right? Or do we? And and he put out his hand. Yeah. And he and he said, "Basya, mm-hmm. you have to." You, she knew that she couldn't reach, but she put out her hand anyways. Mm-hmm. And, and and then he said to he said to David he said, "All the Jewish people are coming back." They're all coming back. He's like, they're all coming back. They're all coming back. If they're all so, coming back, then we got to try. You know.
1: So listen, that's slowly but surely the uh, the Ultimately, the world, the world has so, to. So re- so where I was to, going with this Jews is I have to return.
0: I think that through all these programs we're creating with meaningful minute and with Aisha Torah and uh, it, really everyone is how are we going to reach tens of thousands of Jews hundreds of thousands of Jews, millions of Jews in the world. I'll tell you, there's a clip on Meaningful Minutes Instagram right now. Mm-hmm. Charlie Harari. Yeah. It hit a million views in just a few days. Yeah. Our TikTok, it has 4 million views. Really? This is not, and those numbers are like, oh, and nice numbers. How many of those people that watched it are Jewish, that don't know they're Jewish or they're, they're not religious, but you know what, maybe, maybe, maybe they're just waiting for that thing to be lit inside of them. It, it's where we need to. It goes back to our conversation we had about taking out an ad in the Super Bowl about Jews. Yeah,
1: I heard you mentioned that. I thought he was going to bite on that. Did he? I don't know. I, I think he'd be the perfect guy. To, I feel like uh, Olam Me
0: would be the perfect to sponsor people to, that kind of thing. Just right about it. Maybe I should. I, I brought it up in the podcast. I think it's a uh, no brainer.
1: Listen, I think he has access to the money. That it I think takes. not only
0: forget the. Mo- I think they no, have not, access to the that, follow up. That's the only obstacle. No, to doing a commercial I think no, 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 it's not. We discussed that the other obstacle to doing a commercial like that is now what you are going to put you a QR code. Any website in five seconds is going to crash. Or are you going to be able to handle the intake of, of people saying, okay, yeah, I want to find out more. My mother was Jewish. Now what? All I is an organization that, that could probably handle that type of volume.
1: But your, your one-minute commercial in the Super Bowl, which is going to cost you about $70 million, dollars. Yeah, seven, eight million dollars. it will reach a couple of hundred million people. I, that's why context, I think it's actually. worth it. And what if you have a tiny, tiny percent of a fraction of one percent responds to it, right? You're yeah, talking about tens of thousands of people who could now you could become change worlds. A hundred percent. Listen, change worlds.
0: so far we raised zero dollars and zero cents, besides okay. for your pledge. So That's now we start. we raised eighteen dollars.
1: Well, you met the uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? You see, Rabbi Markowitz, Rabbi Markowitz? Yeah. So I mean I think that uh, you listen if
0: anybody from OME is listening to this I feel like I feel like all the Jewish organizations could could come together. No,
1: no, don't do that. That's not going to work. Why? They're not, not going to be able to agree <laughs> on what the message should be. Oh, you know what? You might be right. You need well, You're going to have the biggest fight you ever had in your life. But uh, I think you you get one organization like that that has the resources and, and has the aim and can benefit from that type of course. Of thing. I, I think that it'll be. Uh, it'll be blazing a new trail. It'll be a breakthrough type of uh, a moment. And it's going to make the, forget about, in addition to the Jews, it's going to make the, the heads of people around the world spin. I Yeah, I think. The like, heads are going to spin. I'm,
0: I've been thinking about the commercial. I think it should be as simple as, like, literally, if your mother was Jewish, yeah, you are Jewish. You know how many people have said, I've heard firsthand yeah, my father wasn't Jewish. I, my mother was Jewish. So I'm not Jewish. Like, no, 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 no. You are definitely 100% a
1: Jew. Your mom was Jewish. I heard him say, I heard Daryl Markowitz tell you that uh, he's speaking to students and it's about observing Passover. And they and think the it's said, fasting. No, I, can't, yeah. I can't fast for eight days. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, you know, the, the ignorance. I think, Dovi once had, I
0: think Dovi once had a friend in Sharyasha who was a Baal yeah. And he was sitting down with them pre-tinus esther and he said to them you guys you ready for this one this is a big one yeah so what are you talking about this is like the shortest fast on the jewish calendar (laughs) you're talking about three days Uh gotta fast three days for this one bro Uh what are you saying three days because esther Esther i know
1: that they should fast three days i know so this guy they said wait a minute
0: they said let's say his name is josh josh did you
1: fast three days last year he's like yeah Yeah. i fasted three days
0: Man, someone you should know, have done a better job.
1: Know, it's not that difficult. You know, Chevespa Thomas is Thursday. It's a long fast. Yeah. I don't know. For the long last day. few weeks, Shabbos in New York, Shabbos is ending 9.15 every single week. Yeah. When is it going get, to start getting a little shorter?
0: It's. I think, I think this week is going to get, get uh, shorter. By
1: one minute. It'll be 9.12. Yeah. It's
0: a long fast, but... It's a long fast. Well, listen, but we're commemorating one.
1: Tisha is even longer because yeah, it starts, as you know, the night before. We're, we're commemorating
0: a, a, an important day, a tragic day. There's actually a book that I promoted last year, and I actually read it. I think it's called When We Lost Yerushalayim. I mm-hmm. think it's a mm-hmm. Feldheim. I believe it's a Feldheim book. It's an incredible, incredible book, really for kids.
1: You're posting a new program this Thursday? Uh, yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: For people who are like out of, or in Australia, South Africa, it's going to be available even like Wednesday night, American time, but Thursday for them. Uh, they can register for free at MeaningfulMinute.org. Just put in your email, your name, and you'll have access to the film. But it's going to be a great film. A lot of work went into it, and we we have a, a few sponsors to thank for that. The Sussman Family, Gotti and Eliza Fuchs. Mm-hmm. Moshe Mosha and Rifki Majewski. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to leave anybody out, but there's many many people involved. Uh, you know, I like re, the, the recants way, yeah, from uh, from, yeah, from yeah. Landmark. Yeah.
1: Great. I like I like when uh, you know, I like when the fast dates come out on a Thursday uh in the summer. Uh Batamas and okay. I don't know. For, look look, you know what? I'll look, tell you for, look for what July 4th does to this week? You know, it's through the whole week off balance. Well,
0: you're a business owner, so that's why you see it like that.
1: Even if you want to take off on a holiday, what do you do? Go to work Monday, come back, go to work Monday, take off Tuesday, go to I don't back know. Or work or this, I'm just what curious. Not everybody can take a weekend from, from Thursday to the following Thursday.
0: Do you know that these corporate companies give 16 weeks paternity leave? I know a friend of mine, his wife just had a kid. He's off for four months from work, paid. Yeah, who does he work for?
1: I don't know. He works for some company. All right, but like like you said, if you're crazy, your, if you're running your own business, you can't. Uh, you don't yeah. have that privilege.
0: I'll tell you. Listen, the last few years, Shibos for Thomas, Tisha they both came out on on Sundays. on Sundays. Yeah, that's and rough. for 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 kids in camp and whatever. It's it's that's rough. It's, it's tough for the schedule.
1: That's that's like twenty five percent of the core of summer. It's, t- it's two and, out of eight and, weeks. Is, is, yeah, it's it's twenty five percent of the core of summer. I look at you with the math. So I like I like it. I like it on Thursdays.
0: Yeah. You know? Anyways, that's our episode of The Daily Thread. Make sure. To send us a message at speakpipe.com forward slash meaningful minute. If you really do agree with my father and his theories and his and his story. Most
1: of, the, most of the time is good enough.
0: Most of the time people agree, you say. Well, we'll hear you at speakpipe.com forward slash meaningful minute. And of course, make sure to sign up to the daily thread on WhatsApp status. Hit the link in our description in the show notes. Leave a rating, a review, and we hope to speak to you again real soon. Have a great day.